So welcome to the Compounding Center Connections, where we talk about different health conditions with our partnered practitioners. I'm your host, Jay Gill, the owner and a compounding pharmacist from the Compounding Center in Leesburg, Virginia. At the Compounding Center, we collaborate with practitioners, create custom medications, and help our patients get better. In today's episode, we have Dr. Ava Coleman from Harmony Medica in Reston, Virginia. And we're gonna continue our discussion from the last episode on chronic stress and how it alters our health. And uh, so Dr. Coleman, for our new listeners who are listening to this particular episode, could you please uh, introduce yourself? Um, Hello to everyone and thank you for attending this educational event. I am Dr. Eva Coleman. I am internal medicine, anti-aging, regenerative and functional medicine doctor, and I'm practicing in Reston, Virginia. Um, yes. So, um, uh, so uh, Dr. Coleman, you know, this has been a banner year for stress. Schools have been shut down, businesses have closed, people mm-hmm. have lost their jobs, and now we have to potentially celebrate holidays with our family members. This is all very stressful and it leaves a long lasting effects on our health. Um, when we were getting ready for this podcast, um, I asked you, like, could you share with us, like, what are you seeing in your practice right now during this time? And you said uh, more and more people are fatigued and it's all from the stress that we're enduring this time. So we decided to, in this episode, share some cases, a couple different cases, and hopefully that'll bring, uh, uh, that that listeners can see or feel uh, in the shoes of these cases, uh, what to expect. Um, Before we begin, you said you're an integrated physician. Could you explain to the listener what is an integrative physician and what's different from our primary care doctors that we go see? What, uh, if you could explain that. Integrative medicine is like healing oriented medicine. It takes a patient as a whole person. So uh, we treating um, in like primary care, internal medicine, family practice, we are trained to uh, diagnose the disease and treat that with the medication. Uh, We don't have enough preparation in like preventative medicine and uh, in, uh, you know, ways to um, actually um, check and follow more chronic, diseases like like chronic fatigue and uh, fibromyalgia or chronic pain. We just give them medication, we prescribe them medications and it's mostly like symptomatic treatment. Yes, uh, functional integrative medicine is uh, treating the whole body and is looking for the origin of the problem. So you need to do more testing in depth evaluation to find out what is the problem 
Sometimes we need to check uh, genetic components and see if the patients have some problems, some mutations, so they don't detoxify properly. They have uh, gastrointestinal problems and you have to uh, actually uh, talk more about nutrition and lifestyle changes to um, make the person uh, healthier and being able to overcome their problems. Great, great. So, so I, have been, uh, uh, I have been practicing primary care for more than 15 years and I have been doing what I was trained. So, you know, diagnosing patients and giving them medication, but I found that many of my patients, they really didn't improve. And uh, a lot of women, for example, with hormonal imbalances, they have uh, problems which are not addressed properly. So being a woman and seeing all these cases, I found that I need to expand my knowledge and uh, I enter uh, anti-aging and uh, functional regenerative medicine um, fellowship. And that helped me to uh, broaden my knowledge and apply more evidence-based medicine. Okay. So um, thank you for explaining that because, you know, you and I say these terms, functional medicine, integrated physician, but, you know, to many people out there don't know that, you know, you take a deeper dive into the person's and why it's happening in the whole body. So thanks for explaining that. So let's begin. Um, so um, a disclaimer before we begin actually is that the cases that you're going to be uh, discussing in, in this episode, they are real cases, but the names have been changed for privacy reasons. So if you'd like to go ahead and start with the first case you want to uh, discuss with the listeners. Okay. Um... Betty. Betty was a high, a never high energy person. Okay. And she was frequently during the, her childhood, frequently sick. Um, at her university, she was struggling from chronic fatigue. And um, the job she took, it wasn't that what she was thinking it will be. So in the first month of her job, she got so many on calls and she was working prolonged hours and her schedule was always changed. So um, she couldn't um, adjust to that and that affects her sleep pattern. And uh, she couldn't anymore sleep. She had a problem with following sleep. She was constantly fatigued. She was feeling most of the time kind ill. And... Uh, her memory and her patience was, were short and uh, she became more socially withdrawn. Okay, and all Betty wanted at the time just to you know, get away from everyone and put cover uh, over her head and sleep until uh, her energy will uh, return. So um, Betty actually, um, took too much on herself and it was beyond her limits. So she uh, was referred to the staff psychiatrist and um, after evaluation, she was diagnosed with depression. 
but she didn't feel good uh, physically. So she came to me and uh, she wanted to be evaluated for uh, her physical symptoms and maybe hormonal imbalances. And we started treating her. So we did a blood work, we did extensive physical exam and uh, uh, we did mammogram and pap smear and things. And we did hormonal evaluation with Dutch test. After all that, we found that Betty was struggling from adrenal fatigue. And um, we started adrenal protocol with certain herbal medication, which are modulating the cortisol release in addition to relaxation technique, meditation, yoga. And uh, unfortunately she needed to change her job and decrease her hours of working. So Betty is an example of uh, somebody who has mar marginal adrenal reserve to begin with. And, um, not too much it was needed for her to uh, become severely fatigued and um, overwhelmed. So their genetic predisposition, con their congenital differences uh, in adrenal insufficiency, resiliency. Um, for example, children born to mothers uh, already suffering from adrenal uh, problems they uh, and children, the, the, these children are already experiencing from the start um, uh, severe stress and they are um, prone to develop more adrenal problems. So um, I got two questions uh, for you. Um, and uh, one of them is when you say adrenal, adrenal fatigue, um, could you explain to us uh, a little bit about what do you mean by adrenals? Like if it, you know, um, great, you got a slide. All right. Okay. I got a slide. Yes. Yeah. Well, we talk about uh, hormones and glands. Yes. Well, we have uh, a lot of glands in our body, thyroid gland, adrenal gland in, in our brain. We have pituitary gland and and they release hormones. Some of them are major hormones. Some of them are minor hormones. And they actually, um, the hormones are messengers that are tra traveling from one place uh, to the cells and from cells to the brain. And that's how they work. So they manage function of our body. So adrenal gland uh, is a very small gland. Uh, it's located on the top of the kidneys near the spine. Uh, there are very small glands, about three to five grams, and this depends if it's women or men, of course, they have heavier. And they are located in very close proximity to major artery, aorta, and vein, like vena cava. And this clever uh, um, location is, is very helpful because when they are releasing hormones and stimulating hormones from, the, from your brain, uh, release via blood to the adrenal gland, uh, it allows that very rapid response to hormone messenger, like uh, adrenocorticotropin hormone release from pituitary. And uh, that stimulates release of the, for example, cortisol in right amount 
okay, and very rapidly spread to the major organs. So um, adrenal glands are situated are very close to major organs like kidney, liver, pancreas. And um, so that's how they work. Okay. And I have a picture just the moment. Oh, okay. Oh, that's how it looks, ah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and they are, let me just add one more thing because sure. we're talking about adrenal hormones. So we have a several hormones released from the adrenal. Um, the most uh, known, famous and, uh, you know, important is cortisol. Yes, and uh, is responsible for um, many function is uh, for the utilization of carbohydrates and fats for the energy production for the sugar regulation has anti-inflammatory and um, uh, immune modulating effect and uh, affects our cardiovascular and gastrointestinal uh, system so it's very important hormone other hormones is aldosterone which is uh, regulating sodium and potassium and fluid volume. And uh, there are other hormones like DHEA, and uh, which is like aging hormones, antioxidant is responsible in tissue repair and sex hormones. Actually, after menopause, women produce all their sex hormones from adrenal glands like pregnenolone, progesterone, estrogen, testosterone, adrenostenodium. Okay, so that's a pretty uh, good explanation there of the adrenal glands and all the hormones it secretes. One of the things you mentioned while you were talking about Betty was that you did a Dutch test. Could you explain what is a Dutch test and why do you use it uh, or in your practice? Uh, Dutch test. Dutch test is uh, advanced hormone testing. It's a laboratory um, developed by scientists and physicians in Oregon, and they are doing a very good job with that. And uh, what are benefits of that? So they developed this unique um, testing method. Uh, so you need a dry urine sample, so five samples. It's easy to do, it's much easier than saliva test, okay? And over the top, what gives us better information because it shows us all the metabolites of the hormones, okay? And if you uh, also check the sex hormones and their metabolites, which is very important information. Other things, you know, for example, blood work, it doesn't allow for to check for diurnal variation of the hormone release. And that's very important, for example, for cortisol. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so thank you for explaining that because uh, I've heard of the term Dutch test, but this is helpful on why you use it in your practice. So um, do you want to talk about your second case? Uh, yes, uh, let's let's go and talk about Katy. <laughs> okay, Katy was um, was a mother of four, and uh, she always wanted children, and she always also wanted career. So, being uh, self-employed, in addition, that wasn't easy task. Yes, and uh, she had very little time to spare, and um, she had. Uh, 
she really never recovered uh, between her kids and over the top, you know, she had a career going on. Kids starts growing and she became uh, even more involved with uh, uh, social activities, school-related activities. There was very little time uh, left uh, to spend and uh, it was always with family. And that was a tension uh, between a husband and her. And, but she continued pushing herself with um, drinking a lot of coffee, um, strong tea and constant, constantly eating sweets. And uh, Kathy was, became more irritable, chronically tired and stressed. And um, finally she developed uh, irregular menstrual period, uh, although she was far from menopause. Um, and uh, develop more PMS symptoms. Uh, so that was more irritability, dysthymia, and uh, sleep problems, and um, night sweats sometimes, or even hot flashes. Uh, she started gaining weight, and mostly was around her waist. And, um, and she started feeling really exhausted and, and um, especially in the afternoon or in the evening, she was not able to finish her daily activities or work. So um, Kathy uh, went to the, her primary care physician and um, explained her situation. They did blood work, they did um, all the screening tests and everything was fine. They told her only uh, sugar level, a fasting sugar level was a little bit low, but otherwise everything was fine. So Kathy came to me, okay. And um, we again, we did a physical exam and additional blood work, whatever was needed and uh, we did hormone evaluation with Dutch test and uh, we found that she had adrenal fatigue and early per perimenopausal changes in her hormonals. So there was hormonal in imbalance in her sex hormones. Okay, so um, she was basically in um, perimenopause. Uh, she was started on healthy nutrition and uh, relaxation technique like yoga, meditation. Uh, she uh, share her work with, with her husband more and hire more people to help her in her work. So was able to take care of herself. And um, she was... Um, constantly slowly improving, but uh, we decided at one point that it was, uh, would be beneficial for her to start hormonal replacement with bioidentical hormones with progesterone and testosterone because she had a very low libido and she had all the uh, signs of uh, progesterone deficiency. So we started her on bioidentical hormones and um, after a while, she started feeling better and she was able to start good exercise program. And she was continuously eating uh, good nutrition, high in cruciferous vegetables and, uh, you know, proteins. And after about one year, we were able to stop her 
hormones and she was able to continue herself with just good lifestyle and supplements. Gotcha. So, you know, with, uh, with Kathy's case, I think there's uh, um, certain things you mentioned that a lot of us can relate to, whether it's drinking coffee or, you know, the stress that helps makes us gain weight. Um, Dr. Coleman, uh, although both the cases were uh, involving women, but this can be the same thing can happen to men too, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, yes, I, I saw a lot of men with similar problems and they have always trouble to come with that because they think um, this is not right. You know, I'm just tired. Yes. And the men are thinking differently. So they, when they come, they already are in severe stage of adrenal fatigue. Mm. Okay. And they have all the physical symptoms and frequent infections and things. So they just cannot deal with that anymore. Women have tendency to take care of these things earlier. Gotcha. So I see yeah. you have a slide well, up for some so, symptoms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how uh, you, you say in my cases, there are, you know, what is the most important symptoms, the most troublesome everyone complain is chronic fatigue. Okay, so of course, could be related to many different things. So that's why you need a good physical exam and blood work and evaluation to make sure that you are not overlooking something. But uh, that's the most important. A morning exhaustion, limited afternoon perk up, feeling unrested, even after sleep. So people sleep eight hours and they wake up and they are tired. They cannot follow sleep. They weight gain, usually in the middle on the side of your, your uh, face, uh, decrease muscle mass, uh, uh, reduce tolerance to stress. So they are very irritable and anxious. They develop depression. They are forgetful. They have poor, poor memory concentration. They have a, like foggy thinking and low libido, thinning hair or losing hair. Uh, sometimes they can experience even joint pains and uh, they have more allergic reaction. They become like reactive to everything. They used to eat everything. They never had a problems. Now they have a, a funny reaction or they feel really tired and uh, foggy next day after eating certain kind of uh, uh, food. Increase in infection, in chemical sensitivities and what is characteristic uh, usually people with low cortisol and uh, they have um, cravings for salty and sweet foods. Um, so these are the people. I had a picture. That's how, how it looks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. It's not just I'm being tired, you know, because yeah. oh, I am tired too. No, you are basically dragging. You cannot, you know, push yourself. And sometimes these people, uh, they are ashamed to talk about it because they don't want to be called lazy or, you know. Um, well, yes. Um, yeah, they, I have also mentioned, we were talking about these two cases and they are lifestyle leading, uh, lifestyles leading to adrenal fatigue. 
So many times people come to me and they are working, you know, in very extremely unhappy situation. They have this malignant boss, which is like every morning they go to work and they feel like not in, in their stomach and they really don't like, and that's going on for years. That can cause fatigue, chronic fatigue. Uh, also, people who have uh, their own businesses and they are struggling with the businesses developing. That's usually it takes a few years over the top. You have a, a family house and you, you are perfectionist that's up to it uh, because, you know, we cannot do everything. So single parents, university uh, students, drug alcohol abusers, um, also people who are working in alternating shift. Um, uh, they have uh, they have to frequently adjust their sleep schedule, which is impossible to do, and they develop hormonal imbalances. Uh, also, people who are all the time workaholics, all the time work, work, work. There is not balance between work and relaxation. Uh, many times, mothers, well, they don't work; they sit at home, but they have it three, four kids and there is so much to do and they are overwhelmed and they don't have support. Okay. Um, lifestyle components leading to adrenal fatigue, like we were mentioning with the cases is lack of sleep, food, food, uh, poor food choices like uh, um, fast food and uh, not eating enough vegetable or not good amount of proteins. Uh, using uh, a lot of food and drinks which stimulate when you are tired that like coffee like um, these are these energy drinks Stay, staying uh, late at night so working at night um, despite your fatigue uh, if that is going on for a long time that will affect your adrenal function um, and constantly driving yourself. So trying to be perfect um, and not having balance in the life. This is a, a major uh, problem. Well, in seems like in both the cases and um, the lifestyle changes, I guess we need to recognize what are what the external stresses are that can cause us to uh, be exhausted and make us unhealthy and then to get back to the right path of better health, you know, uh, and better uh, energy mentally and physically, we just have to reduce the stress, which sometimes is easier said than done. And having an integrated physician like you um, on board can get us there to the path of wellness. And uh, did you want to review this particular slide, uh, Dr. Coleman? Uh, or um, I think I just mentioned, uh, you know, the some of the events can lead to adrenal fatigue, which we already, I think, uh, talks. Uh, so it was uh, cases with too much work and work crisis at, at work or at home. Uh, any other severe emotional trauma, which is going for a longer time. Uh, also death of close family member or friend, close friend. Um, also major surgery can cause that too. And um, infection, 
repeated upper respiratory infection actually can do that. Even one time you have, for example, pneumonia, which is uh, uh, taking long time to recover. If you have already a stress adrenals, it can put you in adrenal more severe problems. Um, serious burns, head trauma, uh, of course, loss of job and um, sudden changes in financial status, uh, relocation, uh, moving to new places, no friends, no family, people are um, lonely and uh, stress. Um, also chemical exposure, repeated uh, uh, exposure to chemicals can do that and drug and alcohol abuse. So Dr. Coleman, uh, a lot of information he reviewed and what could lead to uh, adrenal fatigue, what are some key um, things to look out for or what are the causes of um, stress and adrenal fatigue. Now, how can someone uh, reach you uh, uh, or make an appointment with you? You can go to my website, www.drevacolman.com and uh, you can make appointment yourself. Or you can call me 703-260-1600. And I am located in Reston, Virginia. I have a, a small practice and I take a lot of uh, time with the patient to figure out what's going on and get to the uh, root of the problem and treat that. Well, you and I have worked together for many, many years and I can definitely attest to you. Uh, you sure do take your time with the patients and they get better. Um, I am Jay Gill and I can be reached at jay at compoundingcenter.com for any questions or comments on this episode. And this, this episode or this, this is just for informational purposes and it's not for any diagnosis or treatment uh, purposes. And lastly, uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, or our podcast, The Compounding Center Connections, and stay tuned for our upcoming episodes. Thank you. Thank you.